We are one whirling, wailing murder ball headed towards this tower. This week on Hapless Heroes. Wait, at what point did it start to occur to you that this is all dangerous? Uh, I, I, I don't know. I, I just kind of bumbled into this. everybody and welcome back to the hapless heroes podcast my name is dave and i have been your yeah i not have been well i did i have been and i will continue to be and that most importantly i will be today your host Spit it and out, dave. master for <laughs> this evening but regardless of where we are in the temporal stream regardless of when regardless of how we've gotten here our cast remains the same and i shall introduce them the same way i always do starting from my right with francesco as the fabulous felix fizzlebottom i have a plan to his right we have john as lord jarrell the light onward and forward to his right we have zach as parada lincoln woods hello time to kill and occasionally pregnant tonight Am I pregnant tonight? I don't know. You're in the air yeah. somewhere, maybe. Yeah. Hello. I'm, I do not like to kill, but sometimes it's necessary. And to their right, we have Nicole as Boris the Butcher. I feel like I've been stabbing zombies for like a month. And to her right, we have Mike as Lord and Captain Quinn Southwind. Always at my service. As we left off. Oh, so long ago, but not so long ago at all. We were about a thousand feet from a tower off in the distance. That's 300 yards, <laughs> 150 no. fathoms. Yeah. yeah. Are there still like zombies all around <laughs> us? How um, many Edward Furlongs is it? <laughs> um, Roughly a fathom. I mean, we're going to round here, so... Uh, 150 those two. Cool. I'm going to assume that, you know, six feet, something like that, regardless of whether it's Edward Furlong, Edward Norton Jr. or Edward Teller. Um, it's, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's a uh, morbid so, time out here. <laughs> oh, God. So we are, we are, like I said, we, we, at this point, like after we've defeated those like ghosts that assaulted us, like we're still kind of just carving our way through, like just, I mean, oodles of zombies as we push towards this tower. Yes. Um, you know, Nothing of kinda... particular note that can't be just immediately smote out of the air or isn't instantly dissolved by Jarrell's aura of Jarrell. Well, I, I did want to clarify because um, I have, what are they called? the spirit guardians around me. Um, they're, one of them looks oddly like, uh, what's his name? St. Cuthbert. Uh-huh. Um, you've, you've all seen him before. And one looks like a much younger Joseph the Just. And he kind of gives Felix a wink. 
and then one looks like a human a lot like Jarrell if Jarrell were a human and not half elf. Interesting. Just with a, with a longer beard. Jarrell doesn't have a beard. So a this guy has a beard. with the wink. I feel mm-hmm. like it's a little you know just I'll I'll make a note of the what? wink. <laughs> <laughs> um interesting. Okay, yeah, so remember you did say in the in our little like cast chat you wanted to like retcon to like make sure that everyone knows like yeah it'd be cool to have them as the spirit guardians makes sense they're in you you hugged them into you so (laughs) you know um that's pretty cool all right um but like nothing okay like i remember we the the, at the end of the last episode right the last like session we had we were looking out sort of you know essentially to like between us and where this tower is right now you know we've seen in other places like some of the larger undead the bone constructs the titans the yada yadas right the big scary boys but none of them are directly in our path currently correct like no okay so like i'm gonna just like you know i guess just be being my own felix self just being like come on we can't slow down. We got to keep moving as fast as possible before anything else gets in our way. We can't let things slow us down. We got to get to that tower. And the only person that has to run right now still is Quinn, because I'm carrying Paradil, and you're both on the crab. He's I'm dexterous. keeping up. I'm right here. <laughs> Thanks again, buddy. For carrying me. Of course. This is Paradil speaking. <laughs> <laughs> Just in case you, Jarrell, forgot what my voice sounded like. I didn't. Can I just say also the tooth whistle that you are consistently able to pull off as Paradil that just kind of that seems is, to happen naturally. That is, is not like, on purpose. Yeah, but it's just like it's so perfect <laughs> and it has almost become like just like, in my mind, like a part of the character's voice for this. Many I'm years. so glad that that is uh, not a speech impediment in your mind and it's not. that's just something I do oh, it's I a, think it's, it's just intentional <laughs> yeah I it's wonder like how the, that happens maybe there's just like a tightness in my tongue and like hard palate or something when I try to do that it's voice. the same way that like when I talk as Felix I inevitably just like have a lisp and I don't like try to do it it just happens right so can't, yeah. can't do it on purpose Sorry, just a little, didn't mean to sidebar too far there, but I just wanted to note that because I just, I, you know, we've been doing this for so long and I just like, you know, it's something that I notice every time. It's super cool. You're welcome, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Dave, you were saying. Yes. Yeah, so um, a thousand feet from the tower and you guys are getting a move on now. So let's say we can even map and map this out just a little bit. Calculator, so 1,000 divided by 6. Is it like a straight shot to the tower, or do we have to kind of go no, through No, it is tower? literally a straight shot down this, uh, down, uh, this right. radio. Yeah, that's what we were. That's why I was trying to like just look straight ahead of us, right, and just see if there was shit, if there was like anything big in our way. Because if there isn't, because like, there I were big get things, there before. Yeah. Yes, and like I just don't need anything else slowing us down. All that's going to do is slow us down and like. I want us to go in with like all of like all of our guns loaded for like, you know, the the real fight. Right. And because this was asked earlier, um, that that is four hundred and twenty nine point eighteen washing machines and sinkholes away, assuming the sinkhole is the same size as the <laughs> average washing machine. Nice. Oh, we all get the temporary hit points from Hedrick. Did we get those last time? 
Um, this is this is an encounter we are in, so I guess we would. I didn't think about that. Yeah. How many was it? I think it was twenty. It's equal to his level. So. Okay. Do I get twenty temporary hitch points? No. I would say, by the way, if you guys were to sprint, which is sixty feet per turn, which is six seconds, uh, I napkined math uh, a few things out. It would take you. <laughs> 102 seconds, which is just under two minutes to get to the tower from where you are. Yeah. Hector's that's, that's, normal move speed is 60. Yeah, but we don't want to get a. We want to be part of the murder ball. We don't want to get. Yeah. We don't want to okay. detach ourselves from murder ball. So this is a couple of minutes to get to the tower. I mean, that's all we got. Yeah. Which wait, my spirit wait. guardians have is another it? seven. Probably. Dude, I grab a dimension door <laughs> should have did not son of a bitch well too late now <laughs> alright so we get to the base of the tower then without All running right. into anything oh, else yes. well, moving along uh, you start you do start approaching the tower, and as you get maybe about 500 feet away or so, you'll notice it isn't quite white. It isn't quite tan. It's almost like um, kind of flesh tone. Ew. Is this whole tower made of human skin? <laughs> or just skin. Right. Getting a little bit closer... It's not really so much that color as it's going between reds and kind of pale bone whites. Um, uh, wait a second. Uh, I'm going to I'm going to try to send Slim ahead since I'm riding on uh, Hector right now. I, I feel like I feel pretty safe. I'm just going to kind of grab onto Boris a little extra tight just to make sure I don't fall. Um, and I'm going to try to send Slim ahead to, like, scout and, like, kind of get a better look before we get there. Getting into the area of the tower, you get the sense of how truly immense it is. We're talking, it could be easily a thousand feet in diameter and possibly miles high. Slim has gotten close enough to find that the tower is primarily constructed from bones. Many, 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 like just orders of magnitude of bones compressed just together, compressed and interlocking yes. and all compressed that. Compressed yeah, and yeah. interlocking and rivers of blood flowing like they're parallel with the surface, although as though the tower has its own gravity holding it there like a sounds really tacky, vascular uh, <laughs> mortar in between in between. Interesting. Jack never like really commits to a theme if he's decorating clearly. It's what? kind of like a miles high much. tower of bone and blood. Yes. Vecna yeah. has committed to his theme. It's the BBET, the big bad evil tower. Yeah. Animate the tower, Pregnart. No. <laughs> much I think too it's large. too big. Yeah, much too large. Too big. <laughs> also, I feel like that would just be a disaster. <clears throat> Uh, yes then we have different disasters we could do here the square around the tower is quieter than you would expect it to be right now the din of the um, 
milling about uh, zombies and other various ravenous undead seem to be a little more distant from here than they were on your walk to this area. So, like, are there any, we, like, non-human or non-humanoid zombies? I'm some certain of those bone, that there bonework are. ones. I know yeah. they had those. Yeah, there will be some of those kicking around. There's definitely some necromancy afoot. Are there any of the and grave titans at all? Um, none that you can see right now. That's good. So, anything else you guys want to know about this area? Does it seem like there's an entrance to the tower? Well, yeah, Is there a moat? That was exactly, that's kind of what it was going to be my next sort of like, at least at a glance from the direction that we are approaching that I've sent Slim up. Does there is there any sort of apparent entrance at all? No, there appear it, to be no actual openings on this tower in any way, shape or form that you can find. Um, it might take some time to send Slim around the base, but as far as you can see up there are no windows. As far as you can see in this square area from side to side, there are no doors. Um, how close are we now? Is there a moat or anything like that? Well, I assume that at this point, if you've continued walking up, that whatever you have seen by uh, Slim has been confirmed by you. No, there is no moat. You could walk right up to it and touch it with your hands if you wanted to. Uh, Jarrell holds out one of the Omni bombs to Felix. Uh, do we blow our way in? You know, I don't hate the idea. Why don't we set it to max? Uh, that was a rather large explosion. Do we have enough time to get back far enough? <laughs> okay, fair point. Boris holds time. our hand out in the direction of the grenade. <laughs> yes. Please, sir, may I have a grenade? <laughs> I, mean, I, I, I can hop in my bag of holding and hang out with Unjeeves for a second. Um, does Jarrell remember how how much, uh, how how big of an explosion was? We said it once. I, th I Well, we did, but I, we, we also, threw it off we, the boat. We also stated that uh, results are unpredictable and each of these could do something completely different, as if to signal that it is at the DM's discretion what it does at any given moment in time. <laughs> yeah. How about that? Um... I guess the first thing Jarrell will do is just try to hit the tower and see if of I can break, you would. break through it. the bomb. Yeah, of course. Because <laughs> I only have three Omni bombs left. There is no restocking those. Right. Do you warn Paradil about this before you, you try this with him still on your shoulders, I'm imagining? Assuming? Uh, no, he figures you're down for the fighting. <laughs> you can jump off if you want. Right, yeah. I don't I don't I just don't want my reaction time to necessarily be based on yours completely. Right. <laughs> but I'm down to hit the tower with you. Okay. So we're cleaving at the tower. Yeah, let's God. cleave at it. Hey. So I just like I just want to set the scene, right? Because like we walk up, like we've just like finished slaying like a bunch of stuff. We've like found a clearing. We have like a second to breathe, and you're just like, "There's a wall, evil tower, yeah, evil tower." It's very, yeah, it's very Sir Lancelot from Monty Python and the Holy Grail. Oh yeah, 
Yeah, <laughs> just, gonna... just sword against stone. Yeah, <laughs> right. and, bone. well, sword against bone. So what happens is much akin to what happens the first time you swing an axe at a tree that you're trying to fell. And it just kind of sticks in there a little bit, and you have to wiggle the edge to free it. Okay. You have made a millimeter of dent in a thousand foot diameter tower. Run okay. away. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We go back, we pull out the holy hand grenade. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I think you need a large wooden badger. <laughs> um, I'm just going to like look at the other two people that are with me, Boris and Quinn, and just be like, no one wants to like make a plan or like discuss things anymore. It's just hit things. Like it's always just been hit things. I just wanted to see how brittle the wall was. Now I know the Omni Bomb is probably the best way to go. Boris pulls a sledgehammer out of her pocket and running at the tower goes, ha! And hits it as hard as she can. Make me a quick con. You know, yeah. Make it a constitution. Like saving throw, ringing in her hands. <laughs> yes, it's essentially roll against bat shock. Right. Oh, that's not good. Fourteen. Your fingers are tingly. It has no practical effect on what's going on, but they're tingly, and it's kind of annoying. I guess I'll just look at Quinn then and just be like, okay, so like you're not gonna just go run off and hit this thing too, right? Like you have some like we just like talk about this for a second, or am I really just like am I are the words that I'm saying just evaporating into the air? I love listening to your plans, Felix. <laughs> <laughs> I don't believe you, but thanks. Well, I'm certainly not gonna run at this tower, so No. Um I will say I will examine though, like where Jarrell did smack it. Like at least there is like some indication of minor damage, right? You had to, you had described that. Yeah. So it's like, you know, it's hard to undersell how minor this damage was, but it was the understand. Completely understand. Okay, but before you just start, before we set any bombs or anything like that, let me just try to see how fast I can get Slim to, if not do a lap, at least like try to scope out a little bit more of the circumference of this place uh, before we just, you know, start uh, with the brute force. Yeah, they might have like a Florida room in the back that Vecna usually leaves unlocked or something like that. I'm also going to commune with the powers that be um, in my brain uh, to just uh, (laughs) see what I, you know, what we could figure out about this here tower. Uh, Ask if there's a Florida room. I, I, sure. Just give me. Just give me one second. Um, I would like to. I guess, like you know, maybe with the like the assistance of of Larry somewhere up in here. Roll an Arcana check, maybe, or something of that. Who's like Larry to, again? My Larlock, my patron. Um, oh. I call. We call, I call him Larry. Uh, Clever. So he just to kind of like see maybe if I can understand the types of magics at play here, like you know what we're dealing with as far as like this tower and how to manufacture a way in before we start making with the explodings. Okay, so you're looking to consult with Larlock, I guess. Yeah, let's just talk about the composition and makeup okay. of this here tower here, and maybe have him help me figure out if there's a way to magically. Uh, create an entrance before, uh, you know, we again make with the explodings. So, does that seem reasonable? Or mm. 
So, you mean to ask me for a given tower of bone and blood, roughly a thousand feet wide, miles high, and answering only to the whim of its master, an interdimensional god of death and destruction, with virtually limitless power if there's going to be a way to open a mundane door. Just... And... I don't want to sound any more patronizing than I am required to be as your patron, but... Are you for real right now? <laughs> you know, hey, listen, I just had to check before I start. We start doing things that are a little bit more drastic. It's all I'm asking. That's all. You know, just figured you... If you had any insight. But that's good. This is fine. This is good. Insight. This is a, this is a place for insight, though. Uh-huh. Here's what I would think. There, there is no villain of greater magnitude. There's no g- villain of greater infamy. The one thing he won't be able to stand is being upstaged. Now we're talking. Now we're talking. All right. Hey, crew, listen up. All right, there's one thing we have to do here. It's we have to, we have to really make an entrance. We have to make our presence known. We have to make our presence undeniable, so that Vecna has no choice but to come out of his hidey hole and face us himself. Jarrell Jor- hands out three Jor-El, omnibombs. I was going to say, Jarrell, how many <laughs> omnibombs do you have on you? Yes. Three. I say. We set these fuckers to maximum, all three, and place them at the base of this here tower and maybe a few different locations and um, run like hell. The challenge here is do we run around the tower placing them and then run away or do we all go in separate directions? I place one and then place another and then another places the third. We should be placing them at the same time. I want in this the same be, uh, spot. No, in in three different places. Like we go, you know, we like coordinate, and then we like okay, you know, three, two, one, go, you know, and then set them, and then run away. This sounds like a great plan. Boris holds out her hand excitedly. Uh, Jarrell signals to Dudu, flying in the air above us. Uh. Birdman! Birdman! Come down here! And uh, Dudu flies down. Um, This is actually not a terrible idea. (laughs) Jarrell has to Pregnart. Pregnart, can you handle setting this for one whole minute? Yeah. Wait, what? We're going to try to blow up the tower. Oh, good idea. Here is a bomb. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> we wait, just wait, want wait maybe we should think this through for just like one second okay pregnant listen listen buddy yeah 
come here. Look at, listen very closely, okay? I'm listening. Uh, and I'm going to essentially, like, using, you know, one of the Omnibombs and, like, pointing at the different, like, you know, sections of it, do my absolute best to explain like in, great, and in <laughs> great detail how to set this for a minute. Right, because it's not as simple as just turning a dial, right? You have to kind of like, you have to kind of like shape, move and like, you know, Ooh, like mm-hmm. move some things around, like, some things, right? Like you're teaching your own child how to use scissors for the first time. Level of care. Is that a check <laughs> that I can make as far as like how well I articulate this to Pregnart? Um, sure. Uh, let's call it um, persuasion. Okay, I'm really good at that. You're welcome for me not calling it deception, I guess. <laughs> I'm good at that too, but I, I'm not lying. Is that a. That is a 9. Okay, so plus 11, 20. Modified 20. Hmm. Does Pregnant need an anyway. insight? A modified <laughs> yeah, do, 20. Do so. I need a check? No, I think it's 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 pretty clear. It's it's. There weren't too many steps in a row. You should be able to handle it. Yeah, and I also tried to make sure that at every step of the way, I had Pregnart show me without actually doing it, and I had to like slap his hand away a few times from actually like turning the things or like moving the stuff. <laughs> like this? Right? No, 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 Pregnart, hold on, just, 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 just. Yes, like that, but don't actually like don't not until it's time. Like when it's when time. When it's time. When it's time, don't do it. No, no. When it's time, then you but do, do it, it now. Right? No, no, no. Not now is not the time. The time now. will be. No, 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 no. no. I, I will. I will tell you when the time is. In fact, we should all establish right now when that is. Right now. No, not now. Right now. <laughs> <laughs> and I just like, I just like, I, I, I pull the uh, the Omni bomb away from Pregnar, just like temporarily, just like. Pregnar, I'm gonna give this back to you as soon as like when, when like when we're ready to send you to where it will be time <clears throat> to do this. Ah, uh, okay, okay, thank, okay. So I, this is my idea. Since you can fly, we have him carry Pregnart plus bomb to the top and drop one right up there, and then we set two more at the base. And then, like I said before, we run like hell and watch the fireworks. And hopefully, we get our fight. Objections? Concerns? Questions? This sounds decent to me. To do, you're going to fly Pregnart all the way up to the top. Pregnart, when you get to the top of the tower, you are going to set this, like I showed you, and drop it onto the top of the tower, and then Dudu is going to fly you to safety. Do you understand? Yes. Pregnart, it is imperative that you do this correctly because- I don't know what that word means. It is very important that you do this correctly. We are all counting on you. We all love you, and we don't want to see you get blown up. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. And and uh, and we I will think all I be, understand now. And we will all be so proud of you once you've done this. Wow, your explanation was very persuasive. 
<laughs> this sounds dangerous. <laughs> yes, <laughs> of course. Yes, it is. Da- Everything here is dangerous. Like there is, this is this is just danger. Two eleven. The god of death. Dangerous relative. <laughs> this seems dangerous. Like, wait, 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 at what point did it start to occur to you that this is all dangerous? Uh, I, I, I don't know. I, I just kind of bumbled into this. So, <laughs> um, let me, let me just say, compared, co- compared to where they do, and I just were, it, it could be far, far worse. Wait, where were you? You went somewhere else. We'll tell you later. Terrible naked man, huh? Oh no. I... <laughs> okay, um, you know what? We're just gonna we're just gonna do you know the plan? You understand the plan to do. You got this. Just fly did, pregnant to the top, let him drop the bomb on the top, and then get out of there. Dudu's gonna cast mage armor on himself and then yeah, take off. I hand preg well, I'm gonna hand pregnart the omnibomb back. And remember remember pregnart, when you get to the top, you drop it on top. After setting it for a minute, you got it. Pregnard gives you uh, a nod and a very knowing blank stare. Beautiful. I, I I can only accept that as his complete and utter compliance and understanding. So um, they take off, and I'm just gonna like, okay, uh, hey, Boris, let's go plant. Let's go plant one of them. You got we got the we got the crab thing. Yeah, we might be uh, able to just. During the course of that conversation, Boris had tried to swipe one of the other two omnibombs. So, do you already have it? Well, that's, I, I'm, I'm inquiring with the DM. Boris had tried I to swipe one of the other two. Don't you to swipe it from whom? From, from Jarrell had the had pulled the three out right when we when okay. We had the three. I'm just trying to think. Does Jarrell have the tools to stop you? I don't probably think not. So. Yeah. I like, rolled a 31 um, for sleight of hand. Yeah, there you have it. Yeah. Like, I don't think Jarrell literally possesses the tools to beat you on this roll. So yeah, Boris is so. already holding the Omnibomb yes. for this conversation. You're, you're just being very convenient. Then, yeah. Yes. She's she's sitting on Hector already with the Omnibomb in hand. <laughs> okay, great. Uh, Jarrell, <laughs> you're the slowest here with all the armor and all the clanking and thing. Like, we got, pra- we got Peridot with the moon shoes. Take Quinn, take Quinn as your backup. I will go with Boris, Terrell, uh, be at the like be, be our rendezvous point. Okay? Be our beacon. We will run back to you once these are set and we will all watch the fireworks together. So you're going so, to split the party to plant the bombs briefly. Just like to kind of get these at least like separated enough like not like too far away where we're going to be like totally fucked if, you know, like I'm, I'm talking like maybe a few hundred feet apart is all I'm like suggesting. You know okay. what I mean? Okay. Sounds good. You know, sounds good. Um, I can, uh, I can work with that. And then we're going to kind of like, we're going to be almost be a triangle, right? So like Jarrell will be sort of our anchor point. We're going to like go off diagonally, set the bombs, sort of try to time it from when we see the dude get to the top. We all set the things and we just run back to Jarrell and let's see what happens. We all cower behind him and his magnificence. <laughs> Boris is also wearing her Hellhound Skull helmet for this task. I'm, I'm so down. I'm into it. Um, so that's the plan. Let's let's uh, let's go. Hey, start making it's, just random. As yeah. soon as you say I, let's go, Hedrick or uh, 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 Boris, Hector, 
Hector, thank you. I was going to say Hedrick. I'm not riding Hedrick towards the tower. Um, no, Hector, he's not here. No, yeah. he's not. And also, Hector's probably a little faster. Hector yeah. is. Uh, <laughs> Hector takes off as soon as you say "let's go" at like top speed, in okay. the direction you pointed him. Fantastic. Okay, so I just um, how far apart are we putting these things? A hundred feet, two hundred feet. You I'm know. thinking like at least. I mean, if we could do three hundred feet apart, I feel like that's at least enough of a distance okay. to kind of like. I don't know. Just create a nice, like, big. Okay. Should, I don't know. Hopefully, I'm just that's a, kind that's a of looking at. Radius. I mean, you said this thing is like many, many hundreds of feet, like. It's a thousand but, feet in diameter. So, or a thousand feet, uh, yeah, diameter. So the circumference would be three thousand one hundred and forty-one point six feet, give or take. Yeah, I mean, I still feel like you know setting like especially with, with with what we're setting these two if we could just kind of like get like this you're just this, looking this, for a little bit of spread yeah, yeah and to like help explode yeah because if we could just like sort of crumble the facade we might be able to at least expose the interior we'll see what okay. happens all right so i mostly have what looks like um you can kind of see like sort of an arc there with uh those two dots along that yeah more so or less those are about exact- your spots along the tower there yeah okay for the for the okay. audience dave just kind of held up like a very cursory diagram just to make sure you know to confirm that that's ex- like how we're placing these is how we're all picturing it so yeah. um all right yes that is exactly what i had in okay. mind so yeah it two two points about 300 feet apart from each other along this arc and i just want to say like let's say i'm looking at the tower from you know, the east. So to the north would be the left, to the south would be the right as you guys came in. I'm sorry, from the west. Yep, yep. Okay. Yep. So left to the north, right to the south. Who is at each point? I say Boris and I uh, headed north. So we sent Quinn and Peridil uh, south. Boris and Felix are at one. Peridil, uh, Quinn. Are at the other one, and where is Jaro? Well, I sort of had him like be there as sort of our watch and anchor point, like so, sort of in the middle here. Yeah, in the middle, sort of away from the tower. Middle, let's say maybe a good uh, oh seventy feet away from the tower. You know, you you didn't want me to go with either group and then meet. I mean, if you want, if you want to, you can follow whoever you want, buddy. I just wanted to make sure that, like, you know, we're rendezvousing to you. Right. So uh, where where are you going to be then, Jarrell? Where are you starting from when we... Uh, Quinn and Peridil are going off on the other side, right? Yeah. I'll go with them. So, okay, Jarrell is with Quinn and Peridil on one side. Boris and Felix are on the other. Okay, lovely. And yeah, let's get to our spots. Let's set these for the full minute and um, let's start running. And hopefully... Uh, Pregnard and to do do their job as well. It's guaranteed. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So yeah, um, I would like um, the peace person planting the bomb at both places. Um, so um, Felix, I presume you're planting the first one. Well, I was the no one to give the instructions. I mean, unless, I mean, but... okay. I could. I, I feel. I, I sense Boris's excitement. So I'm going to walk Boris through setting it for a minute. Okay. Excellent. So Boris, you'll be doing it. You'll have the benefit of help action. Who is going cool. to be uh, planting the bomb at the other side? Uh, Jarrell, probably. Jarrell, mm-hmm. fantastic. You 
can have uh, access to help actions from anybody on your side who chooses to give you a help. So then I would like um, I would like Arcana checks from uh, both uh, relevant parties. Arcana checks? It's an arcane <sighs> device that you're operating. With advantage. You, yeah, you have advantage. You have a help action coming from someone who actually knows what the, they're doing with the arcana. Too bad I can't give you my proficiency bonus. I mean, worst case scenario, I have stroke of luck now. That's true. <laughs> okay, let's use that. Um, do I have a bardic inspiration at all? Sure. <laughs> Where is it now for you, Quinn? Oh, that's fine. Wait, I don't know. No, bardic inspiration I don't think can be used on Fly step to checks, this. can it? Yeah, it can. Is it skill checks? Yeah, skill checks, attack rolls, saving throws. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's that's fine. Twenty-one because I rolled a nineteen. Twenty-one, fantastic. And um, let's see, Jarrell, you were doing the other one, right? Uh, yeah, Quinn, what's your um? A D twelve. Uh, twelve. Wow. Oh yeah, I'm I'm fifteen uh, bard now. Okay, well then I got a twenty-one. Fantastic. Okay, so not only are both bombs planted, but with the exact same score. With the, with the mm-hmm. exact same proficiency. Yes. So we All place right. them and run back. So yes, the bombs just, are no, no, placed. Run, yeah, yeah. And we just need to so run you, to a what we would presume to be a safe distance. Okay. Wow. Which I don't know what to presume that would be, but I would say let's give us a couple hundred feet at least of clearance, if not more. Whatever we can afford ourselves, honestly, or just find someone to hide behind besides just Jarrell. <laughs> so, about that. Uh huh. Yeah, you know, they say about the best laid plans of mice and men and heroes that are hapless. As soon as the bombs are planted and armed, what appears to be some sort of bubble slash force field pops up surrounding oh no. all of you and both of the bombs that have done just been irrevocably armed for one minute. Yeah. Uh, when you say a force field surrounding us, what do you what do you what do you mean by that? Like shimmery purple domey light. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I, I, I understand what a force field is. I'm talking about like, <laughs> how, how is it surrounding us exactly? As in, um, so it starts at about 10 feet past a uh, bomb on the left. So where you guys were starting goes all the way to 10 pit feet past bomb on the right and arcs out maybe about 150 feet or so out from the wall. So it's just big enough to include both bombs and all of you inside of it, plus the area in the middle. How high does it go? Uh, it's spherical from the ground, so it would also go up 150 feet high in the middle. And, you know, maybe, you know, at the very edges, not quite as high, but kind of arcing up pretty sharply. Um, I can't even tell that a spell was cast, right? Like it was. Just, no, it was you couldn't even happened. tell anything was cast. It was just snap. And a voice calling out from in between both parties. Childlike and gleeful. You shouldn't be in such a hurry to run. The fireworks are about to start. Remember this um, childlike figure? I believe you killed him with a gazebo once. 
No, for fuck's sake. <laughs> Whoops. Uh, do we see this, uh, the, the zombie child thing? Yes. Looks like a small evil pope standing in between both parties, maybe about 150 feet between each of you. And the timer is set, and you have one minute. As that uh, parses out, that's exactly 10 combat rounds. Roll for initiative. Yes. Oh, God. Uh. So are we all in the same bubble? This is that like separate bubbles? Yes, you are all oh, in no. the same exact bubble. We're just, all of you. There's um, just both of, our, our groups are essentially intersected by uh, yes. demon baby Pope. Space and demon, uh, demon undead Pope. He thought of Vecna. What a fucking shame to get a nat 20 on initiative. It's like... I but um, um, yeah. So, Didu yeah. and Pregnard are still they're they're clear of this bubble, right? Didu and Pregnard flew off. Yeah, they're like yeah, Didu the and Pregnard are not part of this bubble. All right. Okay. So I will say that uh, the thought of Vecna stands equally distant between the two groups of you. Both groups of you are about 150 feet away from the thought of Vecna. We have rolled into initiative, so our turn order is Felix, Quinn, enemies, Jarrell, Boris, and Paradell. So, uh, yeah, Felix, we're at the top of initiative. We're at the left node, 150 feet away. Um, would this be considered a fiend or just undead? This is medium undead. Never mind. Um, if it was a fiend, I could cast hold monster on it at will without cast using a spell slot. Um, fortunately, it is not. So we're just going to open up the, the, the way that uh, I know how, and that is with uh, shooting five fucking Eldritch Blast beams at it. <laughs> <laughs> So I'm gonna I have to I'm gonna roll separately for each beam. Fabulous. And they're all plus thirteen, so uh, let's hope for some good stuff. Okay. Nothing. No crazy numbers, but as far as like uh, you know, no net, no net ones or net twenties. But the lowest I have is a seventeen, and then it goes. From there, 21, 25, 28, and 31. Okay. So nothing under 16 then. Nothing under 16. Okay, good. Not that that means anything because all those were way above it and uh, those will all hit then. Okay. Now, um, what kind of damage was that again? This would be force damage. So I didn't roll the damage yet. That was all okay. just to hit, right? Okay, just um, just double checking, making sure I'm not having to come up against uh, resistances or anything. Yes, this is all force damage. So these all are right. all essentially 1d10 plus 5. All right. Oh, and I'm sorry. Um, there should only have been four attacks, not five. I miscounted. Okay. Um, I, I was looking at a different number. So. All right, drop so, your lowest and it doesn't matter anyway. It doesn't matter. I mean, I yeah. So four... 43 force damage. All right. 43 force damage. And there is no resistances there. Nothing that can take that off. All right. So it takes the 43 right to the chin. And some additional things happen because this is a repelling, agonizing blast of lethargy. Okay. Uh, so I have all the fucking, <laughs> all the goddamn 
uh, Eldritchification's affecting it. Um, its speed is reduced by 10. Okay. And I'll push it 10 feet towards Jarrell. Thank you. Okay, so it has now gone 10 feet this way. So it is 160, 140. And the reduction yeah, of speed lasts until the end of my next turn. Okay, till the end of your next turn, that's fine. Um, all right. Do you have now? Did you do any moving or anything like that? Uh, no, I just kind of like I stood and fired. Uh, okay. So once that's done, um, so I'm with Boris and I'm on Hector. Sure. Um, <clears throat> oh no, I got off to help her set the bomb. So I'm like just like on the ground. I am gonna wait. I'm I'm much better in combat when I'm not up in the face of the scary thing. So I'm actually good back here. And what I'm going to do is <clears throat> I'm going to go get Slim into position, at least, so that once people start getting into melee, um, she can start, you know, distracting and offering help. So I'm going to send um, Slim flying. I think her fly speed is 60 feet towards the creature. Um, it's how far away? Let's see. We're equidistant from it. So it's like 75 feet away or something like that. Sure. Well, Sauce. actually, let's see how far. Uh, no, um, there's 300 feet in between you guys. So Boris and Felix feet. are 160 feet away now. And Fel- or, uh, Paradil, Jarrell and Quinn are 140 feet away from it. now. OK, Slim is now 60 feet closer. So she's 100 feet away then from okay. the creature. I just want to get her into range so as soon as Jarrell starts smashing, he can start doing so with uh, great impunity. Alright. And that would be my turn after that. Alright. Conserving my strength. Not trying to Fantastic. fancy yet. Sorry, trying to look in a few different books at once while I do this. Okay, that is your turn. Quinn, it is now your turn over on the other side. Uh, the <laughs> thought of Vecna has been 10 feet closer. It is now 140 feet from you. Um, I'm going to take, I think, a, um, visual advice from, from uh, Felix, and I'm not going to do anything this turn necessarily yet, but I am going to dash toward him um, and then um, bardically inspire Jarrell. Okay. So your move is 30, so that would be a 60-foot move. Correct. So 60, it's 140, so that's now 80 for KW. So brave. 80, and you are bardically inspiring. Because this is my moment, one way or the other. <laughs> yeah, well, you're. I mean, you're also expecting Jarrell yeah. to to be running with you, right? Also so it's all happening very fast, right? Yeah. That's why I'm like, Jarrell, help me! Come with me! Be brave! <laughs> or, or you did it at the beginning and then dashed the 60. One of the yeah, or yeah. while I was dashing. Matter, sure yeah, it doesn't matter which order it was in. It's all happening more or less simultaneously. So right. you've done your move. Yeah, so uh, dashed is the action. There's your bonus action. Do you have anything else? No. All right, fantastic. Enemies. All right. Oh, shit. Now I'm the closest during their turn. Fuck. You're so brave. (laughs) You are so brave. Damn it. 
Jarrell, why couldn't you be faster? <laughs> I, I rolled pretty good for Jarrell. I rolled a 19. <laughs> There's just nothing I can do about it. First thing we are going to do is, uh, let's see, we're going to cast Create Undead. Uh. There's no corpses. That's why he's creating I, them. Right. A tower of bone and blood has more than enough material. Right. Shut up. Well, that makes some holes in the tower, at least. Which was that's the true. end goal. That's, we win. That's true. Yeah, right. If anything, this guy <laughs> is now damaging the structural integrity of this tower even further. It's going to make these bombs more effective. That's 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 the right way to look at it. Mm-hmm. The thought of Vecna starts speaking in eldritch tongues, raising its tiny little ar- noodle arms up into the air. And out from one of the rivers of blood traversing across this tower of awfulness of Vecna's crawl two bonework skeletons. Fun things Great. from uh, our past. Yeah. Familiar, evil, terrible shit. Yeah. Well, now there are multiple enemies. So, <sighs> use that. Wait a second. I have that spell too. Mm. I can make my own too. <laughs> dead versus dead. Holy shit! The the you see a you see a literal light bulb appear over Felix's head. <laughs> Fair enough. All right, so we've done that. Um, I like the implication that Felix just wants to make his own like cleverness <laughs> so obvious he's so vain in that in that regard in- that incredibly he, incredibly he pressed a digitized a light bulb yes <laughs> okay uh, if if the dm would allow me to do so as a free action yeah oh. <laughs> so we're gonna yeah. do that sure. and we're going to let's see we are going to attack using necromancer's bolts Let's see. Can see within 30 feet of it. No, we're actually not going to be firing Necromancer's bolts because nobody is within 30 feet of this guy. Good, because that sounds terrible. Going to do is move 30 feet out from the tower. So it's a little bit further out. Um, see the devastation Lord Vecna brings. And the Bonework Skeletons, one dashes off in each direction since they're now onto the scene. Let's see, move speed 40 feet. Uh, they've got nothing else they're doing, so they are going to move, and one of them's going to move 80 feet, so halfway from the thought of Vecna to Boris and Felix, and the other is going to move 80 feet, which, oh, geez, that's enough to close with Quinn. You're so brave, Quinn. <laughs> You're so brave. At least you got now, now, let's see, that's a move, that's a dash, so that's not a, uh, it doesn't leave us any attack, but it gets us all nice and close and nasty and all up in Quinn's grill. Uh, so that will be the end of enemies, and we will move on then to Jarrell. Uh, Jarrell will dash to keep up with Quinn, and the Bonework uh, Skeleton will immediately take 3d8, uh, damage from my spirit guardians, which are probably at the tail end of what time they got. 
I, well, I would say because this is a one minute combat that they will be around until the end of this. But no further okay. past that. So 3d8. Now, are you rolling that 3d8 or am I rolling that 3d8? I will roll it. Rollin', rollin', rollin'. And it is 13 radiant damage. 13 radiant damage, it, okay. It, again, they have to save, though. So they take half oh, of save, right? What they if make they against this? This is a uh, wisdom save against a 19. Okay. You got this. Yeah, it definitely does not save. Okay, so yeah, it just takes that uh, full... 13 right. radiant damage. Alright, and let's see they've got. Okay. Sounds good. So you have done your moving. Uh so Jarrell and Quinn are there. Paradel is still hanging back because we haven't gotten his turn yet. Alright, you've got a move, uh, you've got a dash, you've got an action. Well, a uh a aura action. It's not really an action. You have to move right. an action. Anything else you got going on? Nope. Wonderful. Uh, Boris. That's me. Yeah, that's a you. So you are still uh, with Hector over by uh, Felix. Yep. 160 feet away from the Thought of Vecna and 80 feet away from a Bonework skeleton. Perfect. Um, I will ride Hector the full 60 feet he can go his normal speed okay um in the direction of the skeleton and all right you have done so so you are 20 feet away from it yep and i will use my uh human determination to throw my trusty dagger with advantage all right what is it conferring you advantage by the way uh, human it's determination. It's a feat. Oh, yep. okay. Wonderful. Yep. When I make an attack roll, an ability check, or a saving throw, I can do so with advantage. Once I use it, I can't do so again until I have a short rest. Fantastic. Sounds great. All right. Um, with the advantage there. Oh, that's a nat 20. Yeah. Nat 20. Wonderful. Yeah, I was hoping that would happen. Oh. Um. Well, you have a lot of dice to roll. Yep. So wait, if I nat 20, we do all the, is it a max, max damage plus a roll? Or plus the roll. The, okay. That swings both ways. <laughs> so does Quinn. <laughs> 46 was my roll, and then max damage is uh, 11 plus 60, 71. So get it all together is 71 is 117. Oh, fuck. Wait, you got 117 damage with a dagger crit. It's the magic dagger, the magic dagger and all that. So, yes, and all um, this and and the sneak attack, right? Because she had advantage. So, like, it's not just the dagger. It's the it's damn. This is like one of those like prison shiv stabbings where they like just kind of like sneak right up and in the stab kidney. somebody like 25 times. Yeah. But like okay. she did so by throwing it. I still had the power of the oh. propulsion of Hector <laughs> behind me. So as I threw the dagger, it literally just like splits the skull of the skeleton clean in half like a cartoon. Both pieces kind of like fall sideways like a peanut shell off of the top of the body. 
Yes, like this thing is just utterly wrecked. Is there a peanut inside? I mean, the thing is, like, I feel like it's a pretty, it's it's a pretty clever trick. It's like she had to essentially confer her self advantage in order to do that because of the fact that like you won't get sneak attack unless you know those conditions are met. So that's that's pretty smart. That was pretty fantastic, and it resulted in a very deadwood bonework skeleton. Fuck yeah, Boris. Yeah. Good job. Good shit. That is pretty Good shit. awesome. You got anything else going on on your turn? You've done some move. You've done uh, a little bit of acty. You've done some attacky. Anything else? Yeah, on no. Your... Boris like blows off her dagger like it's like a like a musket and like spins it around her finger and slides it back into her. I don't know. Ooh. Dagger pocket. <laughs> Fabulous. <laughs> All right. Just and rounding out initiative order parallel. What do you got going on? Uh, where's my nearest enemy? Your nearest enemy is 140 feet away from you. You are at that uh, exact uh, far right edge of the bubble if you're looking at it uh, from uh, west to east. I thought um, the bonework skeleton was 60 feet away from us. Oh, yes, you're right. The bonework skeleton is 60 feet away from you. You're right. I forgot. That one has not yet been destroyed. So there's that one 60 feet away plus 140 feet away is... Uh, the voice of the thought of Vecna. I'm sorry. Yeah, because that the one that was quote unquote 60 feet away, I thought it was like up in Quinn's face now, right? Because yeah. it like ran up to him, and that's and then yes. Jarrell ran it's, up to. to it. It, yes. Uh, yeah, I think I'm going to move 25 feet towards it. All right. And take aim with my heavy crossbow, Gladys Knight. And go ahead and try to pip it in the head, then. Come on, Gladys. That's a 17 to hit. All right, so let's see. 60 minus 25 is 35. And that, what was that to hit? 17. 17, that does hit. And it's 10 damage. Wonderful. Now, is that magical or non-magical, Gladys Knight? There uh, is Gladys Knight plus anything. No, no. Yeah, Gladys Knight is just non-magical piercing. Yep. Oh, sure. So it does have a damage resistant to bludgeoning, piercing, and slashing from non-magical weapons. So it is going to take five damage. It's okay. All right. You'll introduce it to Defunk and Denoy soon enough. Yeah. <laughs> and the, yeah, I think that's my turn. Okay. That is the end of the that is the end of initiative, and that is a great place for me to call this particular episode of the Hapless Heroes Podcast. Ladies, gentlemen, Whoa. listeners of all persuasions, if you like us, you can find us on the internet. We're in such places as Twitter for as long as it continues to exist at Hapless Heroes, Instagram also at Hapless Heroes, uh, Facebook. If you continue to fuck with Zuck, uh, just uh, look for Hapless Heroes Podcast. What's Zuck? Um, <laughs> I'm I'm spending a considerable amount less time fucking with uh, Zuck. On, on on Twitter. <laughs> yeah, me too. Yeah, I mean, but 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 don't don't you worry, dear listener, because what Dave's about to tell you is really the place where you can really find us. It is. You want to know? Isn't there is? a place where we don't really have to be uh, controlled uh, in our social media by uh, like a weird multi-billionaire? like overlord who's just highly questionable isn't there just a place where we can just all kind of like chat with fellow nerds dave yeah. you're right it is it's a place we go 
and it's not in Ontario because it's not in Marineland. It's our Discord <laughs> server. <laughs> Woohoo! Where we are the uh, 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 yeah, where we are the wild, wacky the domain that you come to see. The yeah. Bond villains. <laughs> yeah. The pets yeah. of the Bond villains, each with our own individual freaking laser beams on our heads. But yes, come to our Discord to hang out with us in our growing community. We would absolutely love to have you. Now, if you really... And you can have our... Let me just insert a guarantee there. Sorry to cut you off, but none of us are... Uh, Heirs to uh, South African emerald mine fortunes. I can get. I can ab- abuse I could, abuse I could, that power. I could guarantee that. I haven't yeah. actually checked. I should add that disclaimer. Nicole may be an heiress to a <laughs> uh, South African emerald mine fortunes, uh, but the rest of us are definitely not. <laughs> so, um, if you really like us, you could um, leave us a five star review on the podcast service of your choice. Um, you made this deep in this podcast i assume you have not stumbled upon it by accident you have probably found us quite deliberately and if so you have found a podcast service quite deliberately it probably allows you to leave some sort of review and if you do so and leave it uh leave it honestly and leave it somewhere visibly that we can find it we will because we have a certain set of skills that involves reading comments on the internet we will uh read your comment and recognize you as the five-star human being that you are now if you really really like us Come on, closer. Look closer. Look closer. Donate to our Patreon, patreon.com slash hapless heroes, where we have a, uh, we got a, um, you know, a few different reward tiers. You know, not too many. We're not trying to keep it overwhelming. We're not trying to sell too much stuff. We're not trying to build some sort of financial empire here. We're just trying to, you know, make sure that we can cover some of our costs and bring our uh, entertainment to you. And, uh, you know, if you donate, you could get access to uh, our special lounge channel and our Discord, some of our bloopers, some of our outtakes, some of our in-between episodes. These are things that if you really like us, you might want to hear. It's uh, if you like us, it's proper content. Oop. Sorry, sorry. Go ahead. No, no. Please go on. That's it. That's all I was gonna say. And if you like us right now, you like us, Sally Field, and the whole deal. Make five pounds of mac and cheese and put it in a two-pound bag and throw it out the window <laughs> of a moving Volkswagen Beetle, yellow, of course, and scream that everyone watching should listen or watch Hapless <laughs> Heroes podcast. Wow. That's it's absolutely <laughs> incredible. I have nothing Five, to say to that. Wait, 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 wait. Sorry. Five pounds of mac and cheese in a two pound bag. Is the right. bag, is it, is an it, omnibom of mac and cheese. Is it the bag that itself weighs two pounds or I don't know. Does the what bag it, like, <laughs> have a two pound volume? I feel like every other day in elementary school, somebody would be like, you look like five pounds of shit stuffed in a two pound bag. And I don't think I've ever like, had. Oh, damn. That's a sick bird. I have like never seven once whole heard pounds. anyone say that to someone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, really? No. I don't know. I've heard I think that. it was effective. been called that by a drill instructor at some point. <laughs> I think it was a, an effective and scathing burn. I see. That was delivered well that by a fourth grader. It's the only question I had. That, that, that's all yes. for me from the audience. I, I don't have effective and scathing burns, but I do have an effective and scathing outro, and we're going to implement that starting on my left with Lord and Captain Quinn Southwind, played by Mike. Always at my service. To his left, we have Boris the Butcher, played by Nicole. The other skeleton, let me at him. 
To her left, we have Pair to Lincoln Woods, played by Zach. I wish I brought my jorts for this. To his left, we have Lord... Yeah, we have Lord Jarrell the Light, played by John. Until next time. And to his left, we have the fabulous Felix Fizzlebottom, played by Francesco. Why do my plans never just, like, work? My name is Dave. I've been your host and Dungeon Master this evening. We will see you next week as we continue this combat. Bye-bye now. Bye. 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 See ya. May the jorts be with you.